Welcome back to the Afternoon Snack Podcast. I'm Meredith, here with my beautiful co-host and wife. (laughs) Is that the first time you said that? It is. The first time you've referred to me as your wife. Yeah. I liked it. Thanks. I'll probably keep doing it, I guess. I think I'll still like opt for partner. I don't know why that's like better in my head. Do you know how many people are so afraid to say the words girls, ladies, bride now because of you? (laughs) I don't know. I just, I've talked about this before. I like, I don't like gendering. Okay. I don't want to get into it again. I know. Maybe I'll just refer to you as my spouse. I think we need to clarify that it's situational a lot of the time. It is. Yeah. It's like a safety thing and like a comfort level thing. But for me, like just personally, I don't know. I, I go for a non-gender okay. spouse, partner. It's a thing. Fair. It's a thing. Fair. With so many stories today yeah. to catch up on. Um, I mean, obviously the big one is the wedding. Um, others. There's Ivy joining us. So where do we even begin? Obviously, this summer got a little... Uh, hectic for us hence the sort of I guess uh sabbatical we took some longer breaks between episodes than we normally do but you know what life happens shit happens we're going to talk about that later too that was a good lesson for Alex but where to begin I'll let you take it okay I want to begin with let's start with some of the stories within the wedding experience okay And I think one of my, I think I laughed probably the hardest when you came out of the bedroom as we were getting ready. We got ready together in a hotel room and we had our makeup artist there and you came out of the bedroom with your like top on because you had to put your top on before the makeup Mm -hmm. um, because it was kind of tight. Yeah. There wasn't a good way to get it on with makeup on. And we both had plan to wear some version of boob tape or nipple tape and we bought like kind of a all-encompassing package amazon primed boob tape which came with like kinesiology type skin tone (laughs) tape and these like nipple flowers it did the nipple flowers were skinny or thin Mm -hmm. they're very thin they were yeah they looked like flowers um and but also like but they also came with like silicone nipple covers i know but like since winter nipples so offensive that you have to like (laughs) tape them down anyways okay that's like a different topic for a different day anyways yeah so meredith comes out wearing her shirt to get her makeup done well i feel like we need to to preface this i i only wear sports bras if i wear a bra yeah same for you (laughs) yeah like titty management is not really like high on my priority list and plus like i don't have to do a lot to manage the only experience we've had with boob tape was reading the reviews on amazon which is basically like works great to hold them in place gonna remove nipple skin (laughs) (laughs) great that's so good so okay back to it meredith comes out and i'm just gonna say it you have quite small boobs i mean okay everyone knows that classic crossfitter she comes out with her, her top on 
And she says, is this good? And kind of opens her hands to show what she's done. <laughs> she has her top on. And I look, I just kind of like, what did you do? And then the the makeup artist kind of turns around. She's like, oh, oh no. Yeah, you can, you can see it. And I was like, okay, but what did you do? And I walk into the bedroom and you have, it was like, You'd use the whole roll. It was so much garbage <laughs> from taking the, the tape off the, the paper. There was like a pot, literal pile of paper and wrapping and like used tape. Look, like there was on the box, they had it was pictures like you of were different. Re, you were taping a sprained ankle for the first time and you had messed up five times and had to restart. <laughs> That's how much like extra garbage tape you had. Yeah. But like there was pictures on the box of like different style tops and then how to tape your titties based on your top. I'd followed the instructions. The it instructions was like, also showed like C cups. I mean, okay. So anyways, I'm like, let me see what you've done. And she had these strips were like what? An inch and a half, two it's like inches athletic wide. Tape. At, classic athletic tape. It was wider. Was it? Yeah. Like kinesiology tape. Kinesiology tape. And she had done three strips of about four inches up and down per boob <laughs> plus the nipple flower underneath <laughs> it was a lot it was too much <laughs> basically mummified <laughs> my boobies i don't know like i was like, so then i text your sister and i'm like look at how much boob tape meredith and just sent her a photo of the garbage and your sister was like, oh, my God, what? Why? <laughs> and then I had to, I was like, do I put the nipple flower on? Because I don't have very big boobs either. And then I was like, or do I use the tape? Uh-huh. Or do I use these silicone nipple covers? But the silicone nipple covers kind of created its own nipple. It was like a boob on top of a <laughs> boob. It was not a good look. Maybe if you had larger breasts, that would work. Yeah. Didn't work for us. Yeah. Um... So, so eventually I went with just the, it took all the tape off and just went with like the nipple flower. Oh, you did. I went with just a strip of tape kind of underneath the boob. Oh, you lifted. And it was not lifted. It was kind of lifted, but also covering the nipple. So that was not pointing out because I was wearing kind of a silky top. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know. <laughs> the nipples I prime fabric like, for pointy you had taken a picture in the top just to like have when you bought it and every time somebody be like what are you wearing you'd go to show them and like it's a great photo except it's just like nipple. all you can see are two like pointy nipples yeah. yeah but i like that we're having this conversation i like that we're normalizing like i feel like this is valuable advice yeah don't you don't need so much tape if you're a member of the itty bitty titty committee like i am I don't think you actually need that much tape generally. Mm -hmm. It's pretty like hefty tape. Yeah. Yeah. The best part on top of the fact that Meredith used the whole roll was that she, and we'll get to this whole thing, ended up sleeping. I did. In the tape. Mistakes were made. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that was, that should <laughs> well, not you were wearing the tape. Anyone. You just had the nipple cover. Yeah. Just the, but like the next morning I looked down, I was like, oh, and then like it felt exactly like you would expect it yeah. to feel coming off the, the good news is with those flowers the very center of it doesn't have sticky stuff yeah thank goodness yeah but it still doesn't feel awesome no <laughs> when you sleep in it by accident 
anyways, yeah, that was our kind of our getting ready tape experience. But it was great. Like, oh, like very convenient. Overall, like the wedding was wonderful. I don't know. We definitely talked about it. We started planning this in June, like just kind of September 3rd was the date when we originally were looking and then we just got, you know, busy and realized Canmore was going to cost what it cost plus like an arm and just didn't look into other options. Reached out to um, Fernie Alpine Resort back in, yeah, it was like first week of June and they were like, yeah, we have June, we have September 3rd. I was like, oh, okay, well we can do that. Three months is a long time. Three months is not a long time. It was like, it it kind of is, it like felt long, but then I think we got to like six weeks out when we were trying to like line up vendors and things that I started, that I realized how close that actually was. Cause either everyone was booked or like it's Fernie on a long weekend. People were just gone and like not working. So it was impossible to find anyone to, to do things like the cake, uh, DJ, flowers um, even sunday night this is fernie we've kind of talked about fernie being on island time slash mountain time but on sunday night we wanted to go for dinner and we were with your family this is sunday after the wedding yeah so we had, we got married on the saturday so it's sunday um there were no restaurants open because the fernie derby was on yeah and everyone closes up shop and goes to the derby derby days Literally the whole town. And it's not because no one wants dinner. It's because it's, it's like an event for Fernie locals and there's no one to work in restaurants. Yeah. So that's to give you a glimpse inside of how, how it, it was <laughs> planning a wedding in that town. We ended up having to bring the cake from Calgary, DJ from Calgary, photographer from Calgary. I don't think we really had any Fernie nope. people except for the woman who we was our contact point who was not great. Yeah, originally the flowers were going to be in Fernie and then the communication was so bad there that we just nixed that and then my sister did the flowers, which was awesome. So clutch. Yeah. Um, But it was very us. I, I think it was it's beneficial that we're not like real picky on details. Kind of just check some boxes, make sure it's nice enough. The cake was great. It's from Crave if you're a local in Calgary. And the venue was awesome. I mean, the only complaint I have for the whole day is that it was smoky and it's like, it's from, so ironic. The fires in Montana. Montana. Yeah. They were doing controlled burns, I guess. So the the mountains, you couldn't really see the mountains. No. It was just very, yeah. There was a, that was the only complaint. And it's so ironic because I remember early on, I was like, yeah, September's a great time because usually the fire season's over. It's usually not as smoky as like July can get. And then of course, because we had a really wet spring, the whole, I think the whole season just got pushed back. So it was smoky in September, but um, that was the only thing. And I said to Alex, like, honestly, we've gotten pretty lucky in life. Like things just kind of tend to work out in our favor. So I feel like maybe that's just the universe being like, you can't get everything that you want. You can have a beautiful day. It's a great temperature, but it's going to be a little smoky at the top of the mountain. It was a little better than the bottom, which was cool. And the pictures will be good. Yeah. Th there will be no harsh light, but even though there weren't that many vendors to organize for us and we weren't picking like napkin colors. I had a client who was like, Oh, I mean now we have to pick napkin covers. And like, we just weren't into those details. We kind of just went with the basics and even still there were a lot of decisions kind of up until the end. Like who's going to read their vows first. Are you going to do personalized vows? Like 
all that stuff that you don't really think about because you're so busy getting the main things organized. So I think that was a bit of an eye opener. So for our next weddings, we'll have a much better idea of how to do things. <laughs> it definitely got to the point where I was like, if I have to make one more decision, I'm going to scream. Like, yeah. I just, I wanted someone to make the decisions for me. Like, just do it. Just whatever you think's best, make that decision and just tell me. Yeah. And that's what I'll do. But so I think we both agree on the highlight of the day. The dance. The dance was so special because it's one of those things we had talked about a long time ago and we had looked at YouTube videos of doing like a mashup of different songs and, and there's like a really cool choreographed dance that this, this gay uh, male couple did. And that was like a just something we were both interested in doing. And it just, it we, we, didn't, we couldn't decide on a, a song. We couldn't decide on... Are we getting lessons? Who's getting us lessons? This is also happening in June when the um, the business kind of blew up, and it it just it's that it's, it was the detail that kept getting pushed, kept getting pushed, and so um, you know, um, three weeks out, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe we just we just won't do a dance because I don't, I'm not a person who's gonna get up there and like stand and sway like that's just not gonna do it, and um, so we had we kind of decided not to do a first dance. Like, well, not everyone does it at your wedding. You can do or not do whatever you want. So we kind of decided not to do a first dance because we hadn't really learned it. And it just, it really does make a, a bigger spectacle out of the same sex thing. And you know, I was more just, I didn't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. So we decided not to. And then, um, like we had, we had also watched a lot of videos of first dances that had been recorded that were so cringy. Yeah. Like of people trying to do kind of mashups and they, and they just didn't take. Yeah. And it just, well, yeah, I guess cringy is the word. Like it, I think it's good for them for putting them out there, but I think we're too, like we're too, we wanted it to be perfect or not at all. Yeah. And it's not like I'm that, that person all the time, but there are certain aspects where one I'm of like, my clients sent me, they did a cool dance and they had their, bridal part like the bridal party yeah and the groomsmen were all involved yeah which was cool like yeah. obviously we didn't have that but I don't know I think I think there were like things like that and then the fact that we really wanted a first dance a first dance song yeah I think it, it that started kind of becoming more about the song than anything and so we like literally inside of three weeks we're listening to songs driving around town trying to decide what it's going to be and we kept we, we kept coming back to the story, uh, which is a Brandy Carlisle song. And there were two versions of it. There's her version, which is the original, and then Dolly Parton did a cover of it. I love the Dolly Parton version. I think it's really great. It gives me so many feelings. Yeah. It's a much softer version of that song. Um You can really get into the lyrics mm -hmm. when you yeah, listen to that version. She's she's a little easier to hear. But it's not Brandy. And if you don't, I think if you haven't heard Brandy Carlisle's version of the story, like if you aren't, if you aren't aware that it is a Brandy Carlisle song, then the Dolly Parton one is you're like, oh, it's a Dolly Parton song. Like, that's interesting. I think you, you miss kind of the importance of what that song is. And it is a, like a really important kind of meaningful song. And so we were, we, we landed back on the story and it's like, well, how do we dance to that song? Cause it is a, it's a really big song. It, it, kind of grows like it starts off sort of slow and then literally like someone flips a switch this big heavy guitar comes in and it kind of becomes like a rock song 
And it's not, I think no one would listen to that song and be like, yeah, this is going to be easy to dance to. So um, we were <laughs> we were trying to figure that out. We were looking up YouTube, like, you know, box step, two step, kind of, you know, what can we do to get through it? Just like basic dance steps. And Alex found this dance that was, it's a waltz to Tennessee Whiskey, the Chris Stapleson song. One, two, three, one, two, three, yeah. one, two, Tattoo three. it on your brain. Um, and it is a, it was a really nice looking dance and it, it was around the same duration, but I was like, oh, it's not going to work with, with this. It's a very, uh, Tennessee Whiskey is such a different song. And I was like, hold up. So then I played the YouTube video on mute and then put Brandy Carlisle on another tab tab and press start at the same time. And we just watched and listened. And then I looked at Meredith and you said, that could work. Yeah. Because it was the same, like just very different songs, but I guess it's the same like beats per minute. So I was like, okay. So the, the video uh, to the Tennessee whiskey dance, the waltz is this like, it like to me looked impossible. It is when you were like, we could do that. I was like, I don't think so. Hmm. I was very intimidated. Yeah. Cause it's a lot, it's a lot of steps to learn. And by the way, we're in, we're in like, we're 12 days out at this point, 10 days out, 10, 10 days out, 10 days out. Um, like it was Wednesday and we were getting married, married the following Saturday. Yeah. And Meredith also was doing a CrossFit competition Friday through Sunday. Yeah. That impacted my ability to <laughs> use my lower <laughs> extremities. But, um, yeah. So the website, the YouTube had a link to the website, which is this Polish website called dance book. And it's one of those you go on and it, and meet Google's like trying to translate it for you. <laughs> it's definitely like not in English, but, um, you could buy these lessons. You could basically find the, the Tennessee whiskey dance and you could watch the first, like first lesson for free. And then you had to buy the rest of them. There were five lessons or six, there five, were I think. five lessons. And then, and each lesson was about 10 to 15 minutes long. Mm -hmm. But you don't actually, you're not communicating with anyone. No, it's just, it's, it's literally like the instructors break down each like segment like all of the steps and they repeat how to do them and then they put them together. Like the segment at the end of the lesson, you do it all together. $27. Yeah. We, we, it was by the time we, we finished that, that dance, we had paid $1 an hour. Actually, <laughs> we got our money's worth. Yeah. I would say we spent a solid like 25. We hours. just played those videos over and over going back. Like at first there were moments where we'd watch a move and I'd be like, let's skip it. There were moments where I did say that. And you're like, Alex, no, we, we got to learn it. Figure it out. So, um, intuitively, Alex is a bit bigger than I am in <laughs> stature, wider, taller. She's the bigger human. It would make sense for her to lead, to be the lead role because there's a lot of like crossing under and it just, you know, men are typically bigger than women and that's how dances are designed. But Alex has no rhythm. She can't like, there's no like nothing. Can't count. Um, can't listen to music and understand what like beat we're on. So it became very clear very early on that I was leading, which is great. Um, yeah, there were moments where I'd spin and you just like hit my head with your arm. Yeah. Or you'd like, I would have to like pull, like you almost, we would like elbow me in the face 
because like, usually when you spin the, the male spins and like the woman's arm is up his face is nowhere near her elbow yeah. but your elbow is like eyeball height for me <laughs> and it's pointed out so i'd have to like have like do a um you know keanu reeves in the matrix to get out of the way of your elbow swing it around um but that was yeah that was great i remember the first night that we we did the first lesson in the living room it was literally just the walk-in and the spin and that took just the 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 eight steps with the spin took like 10 minutes that first spin step thing was hard yeah i mean just alex's you could see I was smoke so coming out of her ears over my head at that point i was like this is gonna be so bad yeah um but it's amazing how the brain works and i remember very early on I woke up at, I don't know, two or three in the morning, like I do sometimes when my to-do lists decide to arrive in my brain. And I, I remember I was, I would just like, I walked through the entire dance or the, like what we had done to that point, like literally like, you know, one, two, three, one, like just in my head, just like visualizing all the steps. And the next time we did it, I was like, oh, this is no problem. And, um, not to get totally off track, but good quality sleep is like so important for learning new things. And I, it's been a long time since since I've had to learn something new. And you've talked about this um, with CrossFit. We don't do a lot of like new skill development anymore um, or with sport. And I, I forgot. And even like in school, I would always try to get a really good night's sleep because I would, I would just like it like ingrains what you're trying to learn. And uh, yeah, that definitely was the case with the dance. Yeah. But, the learning was incredible. I felt like I was back in like grade school trying to like learn something. Yeah. Like learn a sport, learn how to kick a ball, like just over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of frustrating moments and there were a lot of laughs. Yeah. We had a really fun time with that. <laughs> yeah. But it was a pretty big undertaking. Yes. I was so nervous. We were practicing literally up until the moment that we did our and I'm putting this in quotes because it wasn't very grand, but our grand entrance. Yeah. We went, and then we ha originally had the dance after the speeches, but I was like, well, I'm, ha I'm planning on having a drink or two during dinner. And I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm a lightweight and not really. I just, even the first couple of drinks hits me hard. And I'm like, I can't have a drop of alcohol in me because I'm not going to be able to remember the steps. I know. So we had, and we had all the steps coded and written down on our, whiteboard in our gym they're still up there and i took a picture because i need to see them visually visually yeah like i like moving my body i need to yeah i need to i had to have it written down to remember the steps where i'm the opposite i do better when it's not written down because i don't i find i rely too much on like looking over at the whiteboard <laughs> you were doing that <laughs> um it was when i would we would move out of that space <laughs> we'd be dancing and i'd see her eyes be looking like behind me and i'm I like know. oh shoot she doesn't know the next move. i know we'd figure it out though and then we got into a moment where we kind of had it down ish but as soon as one of us screwed up the other one would like get mad and then we had to practice pretending we didn't make a mistake to get through the dance yeah and yeah then we, we would to... end the dance at different times it was really hard. It was hard. But we ended up nailing it. We did. There was only, you only missed one step at the very end and it, it was not a step that was even that important. And it, it was something out. that we had to add in to make the dance longer. Yeah. We had to imp improvise some choreography there at the end, but <laughs> that's just what you do when you're an expert. <laughs> and then your sister was like, are you guys both wearing skirts for this? And we were like, oh no. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Cause there's a lot of like, 
you know, stepping forward and backward in between the other person's feet. And she's like, you can't both wear skirts. You're going to trip. Very, very good recommendation. And also handy that I happen to have bought like a pair of really nice white pants a couple like a week or two before. Yeah. So I changed, I had an outfit change for the dance, which I thought was And then was cool. we had to buy white sneakers because we both realized we couldn't dance in our sandals. And I also realized the day of, we did like a quick practice before everyone arrived down into the venue for the reception on the dance floor. And the dance floor was really like sticky and I had these new Converse runners, which are also very sticky. So it sounded like someone was playing basketball. <laughs> They're like, squeak, 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 like that. No, but it was really hard to twist. Yeah. So when you watch the video, you'll be even more impressed. I believe the official term is twirl. Twirl. <laughs> um, yeah, but we I posted that on my Instagram, on our Instagram, and then also on YouTube. So you can watch it. YouTube's better quality. So you can go check it out. Um, I was kind of hoping that like someone would send it to Brandy, but <laughs> I don't think that's happened yet. And then, okay, well, I'll jump ahead. We ended up going to her concert and like secretly, even though I knew it was just not ever going to happen in my wildest dreams, hoping that she would just like put it on her video screen and be like, shout out to Alex and Meredith who were in the, in the audience. They did their first dance. <laughs> that would just along with probably 20 to 30 yeah. other newlywed couples who did the same song although like i don't think anyone's done a dance like that and i put it on youtube specifically for the gays who are going to be like how do i dance to brandy carlisle the story and they're going to look at us and be like oh my god that where did yeah. you get that um but yeah the dance was really great and and um it felt good to get done the the <laughs> when we were dancing though it was like you were so rigid and shaky like the whole time. Oh, I was I was actually physically shaking. Yeah, like I was so nervous. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on with this? But then I loosened up <laughs> rigor mortis. <laughs> was it that bad? It was pretty bad. It made you hard to like throw around. <laughs> but there was this moment in the song every single time towards the end. It was like the beginning of the last section of the dance. And it starts with in like an open position. And every single time we would practice, I would look over at Alex and it was just like elation. Like we've made it. But that was that was the point in the song where she would almost always screw something up. Because it's like she would make it to the final section and realize we're almost there. And then her brain would stop working. <laughs> I'm like, take it from here, legs. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you know what to do, body. You don't true. actually very true. I can't, I can't argue with that, Yeah, but we, we did pull it off and I'm so proud of it. So thanks yeah. for listening to us talk about it for 20 minutes straight. Yeah. Especially if you're in our lives and you've already heard us talk about it. And then the rest of the night I was like, so what do you think of the dance? <laughs> yeah, I asked yeah. every single person that I'm just, I'm so glad we did it because had we not like it, it was just such a big moment in the wedding, I think. And I'm just, and we didn't tell crazy. anyone. No, it was the only surprise. person that knew was, Megan and then we told your friend Lindsay because she was down there like getting the table set when we had to practice and we like well we, do you want to see our dance yeah and we just did it and then one other person knew because I was going to hire her daughter to help us but we didn't end up needing any guidance yeah um once the dance was over I'll also say I was pretty nervous for the vows and not because I was like nervous about getting them out I would just say I was really emotional because we ended up writing our own vows yeah and I feel like not often in life do you just kind of like dump your heart out and say like really, really vulnerable things to s the person that you love, but like also in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Like my grandpa has never heard me talk, like say I love you or kiss you. I know. 
like none of our friends have really seen that. I and know. so that was kind of weird, but also great. You were standing and like immediately, as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh shit. I couldn't even talk. I was like, I needed to take like four breaths. Yeah. You're all watery. You're shaking. And it again. sounded like this because we had microphones. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was probably was like, like um are you okay out. well here's the thing right like because whenever you see someone who you love get like that emotional you get that emotional too and i was like me we cannot both be up here doing this and so i and was then like at once one point i looked at my dad and he was crying and i was like get it together <laughs> yeah it's like i was just i was like hey you can't do that like she's obviously not going to keep it together so i like I wasn't going to tell you this because I, I, I was definitely in the moment, but I have these weird things when I, when I'm like feeling emotional, but I don't want to get emotional that I think about. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so like roadkill is a, it's a go-to for me. <laughs> so while I was saying my vows to you, you were thinking about roadkill. Yep. <laughs> Good I wasn't going to, gonna, I wasn't going to tell you that because I, I, I was in the moment but it was almost like I need to stay focused in this moment instead of losing my shit. So I was thinking about like dead things on the okay, side of the road. Okay, good. So, but if you, you need a pro tip, if you're like feeling like you're getting emotional, just like roadkill. So one works. of my clients told me to, s to push your tongue to the top of your mouth. I don't know. I did try it. It kind of works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you can beat the roadkill. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, our vows were, we, we did them the night before. Yeah. And they were awesome. Yeah. I even quoted Cheryl Crow in song. Yes. It was a real emotional roller coaster for me and I think everybody else. Yeah. But once the vows were done, once the photos were done, because I, you know, at some point enough is enough with the photos. Yeah. Enough like my is face enough. Is cramping. <laughs> like you no longer look natural. You're just like showing your teeth. If I have to look coy behind one more goddamn tree, <laughs> I. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> okay. So then once the dance was over, it was like, we just were like, okay, let's start pouring drinks. As soon as when the, when the shots happened while it was still very daylight, I was like, well, we're in trouble. I think we had, so a lot of our friends, we had about 60 people and a lot of our friends aren't big drinkers because they're from the CrossFit community and, but they all have drank. And I knew they had it in them. And I really wanted to make this night something where we all kind of let loose a little bit. Yeah. I didn't want to be the only one like getting drunk and none of my friends there doing it with me. And so we just started getting the party started by getting people involved in shots. And I, it started with one person. Kelly yeah. was like, we should do, what were they? Pickle juice? Picklebacks. But they didn't have pickle juice. So we ended up using like spicy green bean juice green bean juice which wasn't bad and tequila I, I think it's supposed to be whiskey and pickle juice but you were like i don't want whiskey so then we went tequila and that was probably that was the first mistake of the yeah evening. and then it became tequila shots for the rest of the night and vodka sodas yep and when you're it using was actually vodka awesome. sodas to take a break from tequila mm -hmm. that's that's problematic but it was fun oh i know it everyone was held it together barely I, I, the only thing I regret, the only thing I regret is I, uh, Allie, I didn't get a, like a legit picture with Allie, my client. We didn't get a legit picture with a lot of people. Yeah. But that's okay. It's not going to be There were some people time. who posted on Instagram. They're like, oh, what a great time at Alex and Meredith's wedding. And there's no photo of like us with them. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, we should have. We suck. 
Um, it got to the end of the night. It was kind of late, like 1230 or 1. Yeah, there was us. the poutine had come out. Yeah, that was our late night snack. And a, most of the, I would say half the guests were left. Mm-hmm. And Meredith, and then it started kind of trickling off. And at that point, Meredith was like, I gotta go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm that person in college. Like, I would just excuse myself from parties. Like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm not going to tell anyone. Classic move. Goodbye. Ghost it. That's what I used to do. Because otherwise, people still, like, try to pull you in, which is exactly what I was doing. I know. I was like, Alex, stop it. You were like, (laughs) (laughs) our our bedroom was like up the stairs. It literally like the, the venue is attached to the hotel. You walk up the stairs from the ballroom and into the bedroom. And you were like, I got to just check on something up there. I, I was, was like I was pulling all my what? moves. I gotta- like I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we got up to the room and you were like, I got to poop. <laughs> I did. I wasn't. You thought I was lying. I wasn't lying. That's why you forgot to take your nipple tape off. You're distracted. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that was, that was that. Also, okay. We never wear makeup. So having to take off that much makeup, having had as many drinks as we had had <laughs> was brutal. Yeah. But I was very happy that I had done it mm-hmm. the next morning. Oh, instead of just like not. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. <sighs> but that was really fun. We had, I mean, we had shots with our the like their coaches who worked for Tactic. Lindsay was pretty drunk. Everyone just had had it was a real like bonding moment. I know. A and real fun time. It's been I mean it's like it's worth I don't think it's worth doing it that often because I I think that it definitely takes a toll, like a lifestyle toll, but it's been 5 years since I've done that. Yeah. So once every 5 years, you can do it. So if worth you're it. going to have a party at a wedding and you're going to invite us you better wait until 2027. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not drinking. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I, per- I have always had the worst hangovers. Okay. This was, let me just say, ever since we've been together, I haven't seen Alex hungover. It's never happened. Or drunk. Or drunk. It was like, I think the last time you got really drunk was right at, right at the beginning when we were dating, but we weren't, I wasn't in Calgary yet. And so, and I think I called you and I was like, I'm dead. Yeah. I was like, I'm why literally are you being, dying today. Why are you being so dramatic? It felt dramatic to me. And, um, so I'll tell this part of the story. Okay. <laughs> so we wake up, um, the next morning at a pretty civilized hour. I think it was around nine thirty AM, which fine. Um, and I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, my head, right. Just normal kind of hangover. Like, my stomach felt a little off. I had a headache. I would like kind of get dizzy when I stood up. Um, but I was like, I should eat something. So my sister got a bagel. I think your mom brought over a McDonald's or something. And I would say that I wallowed around in my hangover for about an hour. And then I was like, okay, I'm okay. Um, normal. I think that's normal. Man, you, Alex, not normal. And I thought you were just being dramatic until like, <laughs> until you like got up and I was like, why don't you, do you want some of this egg McMuffin? And you were like, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, okay. My mom came in and she's seen me like this and she was like, oh, oh geez. She's like, do you, 
she brought me a cold cloth. I know. I with like, ice cubes in it. Hey, aren't I supposed to be doing this? But also, what do I do? And I was like, I'm going to need a ginger ale stat that yep. I'm not going to be able to drink from yet. But when I'm ready to consume anything. What I need to do is I need a ginger ale so I can carry it around for most <laughs> of the day until I'm ready. Like, <laughs> we had, so we were supposed to check out at 10. No, no, no. I think it, it was 10. Oh, and so no. at nine, I was like, Meredith, we got to get up and like start going. And then my mom was like, well, why don't you get, cause she was kind of in the building, like circling around. And she's like, why don't you try to get late checkout? So she went down and she was like, I got you noon for checkout. And I was like, okay, I can get up. We can get going. Noon came quick. Well, cause you didn't get up. You like got up and then you got down. I got up and went to the bathroom and pooped and threw up. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was like all of the, and belt, there was like belching. She farted a few times <laughs> and then there was the vomit sounds. Um, coughing. Coughing. I was like, okay. Cause it was like, there was nothing in my stomach, which may have been cause I didn't eat enough. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you saw my plate, but I didn't eat everything. Well, that's classic. And like, so you're supposed to eat your food. I, when I threw up, it was just like green bile. Yeah. And also had like the alcohol shivers. Oh yeah. And so we left, you packed everything. I did. I basically got up and walked out the front door with, <laughs> I put shorts on. I was wearing a loose tank top without a bra and a hat. And the hat was like not even on my head fully. It was like, just perched. <laughs> it was just like sitting. <laughs> yeah. That's what, and I just left. I just <laughs> walked to the truck. Yeah. Yep. And then got in the truck. And then, yeah, that was, that was how it went down. Went to the condo, got in the condo. And at this point, like some, like some friends who are in Fernie are like, we're going to go float the river. Do you guys want to come? And I'm like, yeah, I think I can get Alex to rally. I think that'll be a good way to, for her to recover. And, uh, so you're in bed and I'm like, so what do you think about floating down the river? And you were like, mm. well, I thought when you were, when you were carting me yeah. from the hotel, the ski area, the venue back to the condo, which is about a 10 to 15 minute drive. I wanted you to take me to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, You kept asking like, what if I went to the hospital? And they're not going to do anything. They're going to tell you to keep hydrated. That's how bad I felt. Yeah. And then, um, one of our friends, when we were leaving, we saw her and she said something about a Tim Hortons ice cap. And I love Tim Hortons ice caps. So we stopped at Tim Hortons because I'm like, maybe if I eat or drink something, I'll feel better. And I think I had two sips of it and was like, I'm going to be sick. Yeah. So the ice cap then joined the ginger ale and the <laughs> unconsumed liquids. And somebody had also given me a Gatorade. Oh, yeah. Megan got Gatorade. So, yeah, so I, the day after our wedding, I left Alex in bed <laughs> and went and floated down the river with friends. At 3 p.m., I ate a piece of white bread, and that was the turning point. I remember, like, we were down at, we were floating, and that was the update, and I was like, oh, Ale Alex update, she ate a piece of bread, and everyone was like, yay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that was And fun. then I felt way better on Monday. It's like on Sunday, you regret it, but then the day after the day after, you're like, no, that was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a... Pr I don't know what it is. Maybe you're like, there's like definitely alcohol allergies. That yeah. Can I mean, these are all things I've, I've considered. Cause this isn't, I mean, this used to happen every weekend. That's in crazy. University. Yeah. You like lose a whole day. Like at, we used to with ski racing and I don't want to talk about drinking too much cause I don't condone it. Um, 
and I don't do it often, but there is a time and a place. It does make things cer- certainly more fun. Yeah. And if you're responsible, then it's, I think it's okay. And a lot of people like doing it. But when I was in university, the athletes, it was like play hard, work hard, play hard. Yeah. That's, and yeah. we, like all the athletes in the university were just great friends and we, we used to party and then we'd travel for ski races down to the lower 48. So like Utah, Denver, other places in Colorado, like Boulder, um, New Mexico. And after each race, there would be like a party hosted for all the skiers and we would fly home the next day. And I would be lying if I said I've never puked on an airplane. Oh, I'm sure you have after that. Yeah, because I would just give her and have (laughs) a great time without considering how I was going to feel the next day while you're in the air. And, oh, just thinking back, that was brutal. I kind of thought I wasn't even that drunk. Like I was, but I wasn't like blackout drunk or anything like that. Yeah. Where someone's had to like put me to bed or I'm throwing up in the toilet. Like I was very coherent. Yeah. I remember everything and still hit me like a ton of bricks. But live and learn or not. (laughs) Just make sure there's lots of space between incidences. Okay. What is your main takeaway from the wedding? The whole experience, uh, I think like, and I'm not being dramatic here. The wedding planning experience was really difficult. I think it shortened my life. So, so your pro tip would be to hire a wedding planner. Yeah. I think if I could change one thing about what we did, especially with the three month turnaround, I would have hired a wedding planner knowing like, and I think this is just hindsight's 2020. We had no way of knowing at the beginning of June that June was going to be the month that it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like when you look at the sticker price on a wedding planner, you're like, well, how can that possibly be worth it? But I think it would have been worth it. But at the, like that's at the same time, had we hired a wedding planner who had done all the planning and, you know, taken a lot off of our plate, would we have done the dance? Like would, Mm -hmm. would that have worked out the way that it did? I don't know. So I guess like things tend to, to work out the way that they're supposed to, but like the experience was really really hard for planning so my pro tip is if you are a busy person and you have the means to do so i think a hire, i think hiring a wedding planner is a really good idea because they know exactly the the questions to ask they know like they have vendor connections they just i think they know what they know whereas like we i don't know what i don't know so i don't know the questions to ask i don't know like shoot we need um we need table markers. We need like table assignment things. So anyways, that would be my pro tip. Well, my pro tip would be to save the money, do it yourself and have a great time. I think <laughs> I just kept looking around that day thinking, and it's not like Fernie's easy to get to thinking all of these people who live busy lives took the weekend. Cause we did a barbecue on the Friday night too. The whole weekend away from their life to like celebrate us and it wasn't all about us of course like it was a big couple of gatherings yeah but to to you know take the time to drive all the way there some people a lot of people flew yep from the u.s from across the country i mean it was really touching and also just amazing yeah just absolutely incredible how many people were there and just it was so fun and I don't know. Yeah. It was awesome. I think the the size was perfect. Yeah. Was I always like say, like, 
you know, birthday parties and weddings, they can be these huge big deals to have everything perfect. But really I like to use them as excuses to um, have a party and see people that you don't see all the time. Yep. And at least, and not all together too, to have all of your friends and family together. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yep. Um, and then funny enough, before we had the wedding date set, because it was a little bit on late notice, we had planned like eight months in advance. I think I, I bought the tickets. Yeah. I bought tickets in January for Brandy Carlisle at the Red Rocks. So like nine months. Yeah. So nine months in advance, we had concert tickets for Denver. Yeah. And I think I booked flights not two weeks after you bought the tickets. Yeah. It was all like back to back. So that was, that was kind of the first thing. I mean, we, we were, we were working around that date for wedding planning. Yeah. But, and, um, that was a great trip. We had a couple incidences. We did. First, my water bottle leaked electrolytes onto my laptop, which it's weird. I've had a laptop. I had my, uh, my original Mac for six years without a thing wrong happening to it. And then I get this new laptop five months ago. And the first time I wa- first time I fly water bottle leaks onto my laptop. I mean, and my laptop, I open it and there's water just in, in the laptop. That's a logical fallacy. <sighs> well, anyway, so then we <laughs> had to buy a new laptop because that's like, we, it was a work, we still worked yeah. and I needed to work the next day and I need my laptop. And so, oh, we had to go straight to the Apple store and basically just like buy a whole new laptop and I'll see what I can do with the old one to try to fix it, fix yeah, it, it or sell it <laughs> or sell, sell parts to a store or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah. That's always like, devastating. When you got it out. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I did cry. Yeah. And you were like, Alex, it's okay. Get it together. It's what, you, you just see it and you're like, what the fuck? But then at the same time, like, there's you're no like, point. This can't in, be real. This can't be happening. I know. But from my perspective, there's no point in, there's like a knee jerk reaction to be like, why the heck did you put your water bottle in your backpack? You idiot. But there's no point in like pointing out how it was preventable. I feel like immediately you, you know how it was preventable. So like the lesson is learned. Um, so it's like, well, I mean, at least we're number one, we're in a city that has an Apple store that we can go to. We're like fortunate enough to have the money to go buy a laptop and it's like, it's just a laptop. Yeah. But still, yeah, those are expensive and hurts the heart a little bit. But I learned my lesson. I got Apple care this time and a case and I'm very careful with putting it in the case and keeping water away from it. And then we, I, okay. So before the wedding, I had to get this like cover for, cause I was wearing this like cami for my outfit. And I thought, well, what if it's cold? We're going to be up and out of chairlift. So I bought like a white, just like a blouse kind of cover up. Yeah. Like a white shirt, like an Oxford shirt. And it was pretty nice in the shop that we went to here in Calgary. 
has a lot of other nice stuff. And Shout it's, out to Splash of Fashion. Yeah, in Kensington. Kensington. And they're really good at selling you stuff. Like they'll bring, and by, by that I mean, they'll bring you stuff that they think you'll like. And sure enough, you end up liking a lot of it. And it's it's not super fancy. Um, so it kind of works for like going for dinner, which is pretty much all we do. A lot of like nice joggers, t-shirts, sweaters, that sort of thing. And we're not big shoppers, so we kind of like, decided to buy treat ourselves to a few things because we were going to have that barbecue and then the concert and all that so I basically bought a whole outfit for the concert these like nice new black joggers and this green kind of button-up shirt Mm -hmm. and I put it on to get ready for the concert I'm like I don't know it's like kind of constricting like Like across your back across my back I have like really quite big shoulders and also my back is really broad and so I have to be careful with jackets and things like that especially women's ones because they're just not built for like wide set shoulders. And so I'm like moving around. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be comfortable in this shirt all night. Like what if I have to like lift my arms up and I go, this is, can I tell this part of the story? Okay. <laughs> she's literally, I'm in the bathroom and she has the shirt on. It's buttoned all the way up. And she's like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, like, what if I lift my arms up? I feel like I'm going to rip it. And then, you know, that move that you do, like when you rip a shirt where you just, you kind of like, like pull your arms together across the front. So your back spreads out. She did that. No, and then, I just lifted my arms no, up. No, you didn't. You didn't. Okay. I watched it happen. Okay. You did the thing that you shouldn't do if you feel like you're going to rip a shirt. And then sure enough, it was like something out of a TV show. <laughs> she does the thing. And then you just hear like, <laughs> Like and a seam I'm not, rip. This shirt was expensive. I was like, and it <laughs> sounded like the whole back ripped open. It did. It was really loud. It was really bad. And I just immediately wanted to cry again. And by immediately wanted to cry, she means lost her shit. I got really angry because it's like, I just had to spend a couple grand on a whole new laptop. And now I just like ruined a brand new shirt that I was also very excited to wear. So she like pulls it off. And then like, luckily it's just like a, a pleat in the back that had come across or come up, come apart. Like it's not actually, ripped. the shirt was very dramatic, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't end up wearing it. And also I can't return it obviously cause it's ripped, but also there's a 14 day return policy. Oh, well, I'll I take checked. it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll, <laughs> probably fit I'll invoice you. Okay. And then, then we got into it. This was the night of the concert. So we got into it cause I didn't have a mature reaction, which is fair very immature reaction so we're in whole foods like had a bit of a tiff and i'm like what there's like i've literally been looking forward to this day i'm not gonna say i was looking forward to it more than our wedding but like it's brandy carlisle at red blocks like i'm looking forward to this day and alex is just so sour from this stupid shirt i'm like god damn it like this day is ruined this day that I've, of all the days of all the days so we kind of like we get it kind of like and instead of trying to salvage it you just you got into your own feelings. Yeah, because I'm like, why are you so upset over a stupid shirt? But then you were like, why does this stuff keep happening to me? And I'm like, well, that's like the most first world thing I've ever heard you say ever. So we get to Whole it Foods. It felt like one thing after another. We get to Whole Foods and we're like shopping for some pregame snackies. And Alex is still pouting. I'm like, look, Alex, something that I've been trying to work on because I, I would like, I sometimes have little outbursts when things that go, but I'm actually trying to work on this. I said, when things like this happen, there's no point in reacting. You have to respond, respond, don't react. That was my pep talk in the whole foods. It did help. Yeah. And I apologized because you forced me to. 
I did. I'm like, I'm not letting this go without And an then we were before Hang on, hang on. <laughs> the reason why you had to apologize is because I was trying to get you to calm down in the hotel room and you said something like, Well, you don't like you don't understand. Clothes just fit you. As if as if it was my fault for having a like a more petite frame. <laughs> like that somehow impacts you. I was like, Wow. Wow. Clothes well, okay, just fit I felt me. a lot of pressure to look good because you were constantly commenting on what I'm wearing. I'm gonna Looks nice you wearing that out. <laughs> okay, I don't do that. Are you changing? Oh, you're not? Oh, okay. Oh my god, I don't do that. But like also, why are you wearing the same Lululemon shorts you bought six years ago? I don't say these things. These? I don't <laughs> say these things. These are great shorts. Are we going to a concert or are we going to play golf? I don't say these things. I didn't things. wear these to the concert. I had jeans on that were seven years old. But still. <laughs> Jeans don't they, go out of fashion. Actually, no, they they're did. back in fashion. They're so out of fashion that they came back. Yeah. Like, and that's not even an elaboration. No, it's not. And they are cool jeans. I've had a lot of people ask about them. Yeah. You're like, oh, you can't get these. I got these no. a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then I felt way better when we're sitting there waiting for Brandy to come on. And on the screen, it's like, have you bought your Brandy Carlisle swag? And of course, we look at each other. Also, it's freezing. It was unexpected. This is what happens when you spend the whole day inside working you look at the forecast, it's really nice, but it's actually doing something different outside. Yeah. <laughs> you don't bother to go outside and check. <laughs> so it's basically 12 degrees Celsius. Which is like mm, 50s. With the wind. And then there's like, what was it? Like 60% chance of precipitation? It ended up precipitating 100% of the time. Mostly kind of a mist, but... And then by the end, rain. it was raining. I was wearing... I had brought a backup. I was like, what if I don't like my outfit? Because I was wearing these overalls. I was like, so I'll bring a backup outfit just in case I want to change. It didn't end up being a backup outfit. I had to put the other pair of pants on under the overalls and then put my <laughs> sweater on also under the overalls. And then we went to, during the one of the intermissions between the acts, we went to the merchandise tent and bought, I bought a, a hoodie, uh, a hat. The hat is so ugly. Yeah, but it was necessary. Um, you bought a t-shirt. I bought a t-shirt not to be warm. Just to have because it was a cool t-shirt. It was. I was super stoked on the t-shirt. It's awesome. It has like, it has a, it's like a picture of Brandy with a guitar. It has like a, like a real old school kind of, uh, I don't know, Ace of Bass kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And it's the, the like, the, it's black. I like black t-shirts and the way that it fits, the sleeves aren't too long. It's just, it was, per, it was like, I was so stoked on this t-shirt. Yeah. And so what I did with it was I tucked it under my armpit it, underneath my jacket. So it wasn't secure in any way. No. And at one point, right before Brandy came on, I rushed to the bathroom. And when I got back to our seats, I realized the t-shirt was no longer under my jacket. So then proceeds to lose her shit again. <laughs> And I had bought the t-shirt. I, I, was I didn't the only one have it. I didn't react. I became like stone cold. <laughs> yeah. Silent. Cause you're like, respond, no one was no longer react, respond. Don't react. Respond. Don't react. So I get up. And I I'm just like, at that point felt dead inside. I know, I know. You're like, why does this shit keep happening to me? So, but also how do you not realize there's a t-shirt under your armpit? <laughs> Anyways, so I get up. I'm like, well, shit. Um, I'm going to have to go buy another T-shirt. This thing was $45. So 
Excuse yeah, me. they really rip you off. So I went and I did. I traced your steps back to the bathroom just to see if it was like there and it wasn't. So I was like, I walked back up. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a medium, please. <laughs> I I said, and then you got back and I was like, well, did you tell the guy I lost it? I was like, what is he? He's like a carny. What is he going to use? me like, oh, that'll be $45. <laughs> What are they going to say? I'm so sorry. We really love Brandy. And we we already bought a shirt and, and my my wife lost it. So um, could you just give us and one? we also had to buy a new <laughs> laptop and we're poor. <laughs> yeah. He would have been like, next. <laughs> and I also have to wear this really ugly toque that 50% of the, the people watching this concert are also wearing. I wonder if, you know, in Brand, when they would like, when Brandy would shine the lights on the audience, <laughs> if she could see all the blue toques. <laughs> like, I can't believe somebody bought that. <laughs> we have like a donation pile and I just took the hat and put it straight <laughs> in the donation pile. But it made that, it made it much more uh, enjoyable. Um, by the end, I was completely <laughs> numb. But what's amazing is for, as bad as I am in the cold, didn't even feel the cold. That's how good the concert I was. I know, I know. But onto the just really quick before we get off the wardrobe, I was thinking at one point because I had <laughs> two pairs of pants <laughs> and overalls. One like a, a tank top, a sweatshirt under the overalls, a Brandy Carlisle sweatshirt over the overalls, <laughs> a green like sort of cowboy looking jacket, and a blue toque. <laughs> like nothing matched nothing matched no. but I at thought, least you weren't wearing a garbage bag which yeah. a lot of the people the were ponchos. wearing but i thought to myself if if by some chance someone has gotten her a, our video of our dance and she invites us on stage i'm gonna have to say no i'm gonna have to pretend like i'm not here that was where i was at mentally can meredith rude and alex parker please come backstage crickets <laughs> bueller <laughs> that's that's the that's the outfit that yeah I we looked pretty, pretty you looked brutal. worse because at least i had like something over i had like a regular rain jacket that i had thought to bring <laughs> my jacket was like are you trying to look nice or like why is it on over but also my sweatshirt? rain jacket is like it's this new lululemon rain jacket it's basically like tissue paper. We'll call it water resistant. It's it's water resistant. I've run in it for like 50 minutes and it does take like it's water resistant, but only to a certain point. And we hit that point. Yeah. And I started feeling the water dripping down my neck at one point. I was like with about 15 minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah. But the concert was awesome. She opened with Broken Horses, which is a great... That's probably one of my favorite songs in her album, her new I one. I, like, wanted her to play one more song, but I also wanted her to stop <laughs> singing <laughs> so we could a, go home. She played a really, really long set. She played until, like, 11.20, 11.30 yeah. p.m. I was like, wow. This is I way started past shivering my at 11.05. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was... Uh, I mean, I've been a huge Brandy Carlisle fan for years. I, I heard her in, like, 2005 and just kind of, like, started listening to her... Then I thought she had a really unique voice. I like that she wasn't super mainstream. I like things that aren't main, like mainstream. And then like, I didn't find out for a while that she was gay, but like you can almost listen to her and tell like that songs are not written about men. You're like, there's something about this that isn't exactly mainstream from like a lyrical standpoint. Um, but yeah, I think she's a really important person. And I think that's why she has such a huge following in the gay community 
Well, like her, she's so talented, like probably one of the most talented musicians, like lyricists, storytellers of our musical generation. And she's made all these connections with people like Joni Mitchell, Elton John, like people who she used to look up to. She's become part of their lives. And she's kind of like, she talked about it. Um, she's just kind of like inserted herself. She's like, if you get the opportunity to be that person who invites themselves to the wedding, you do that. Mm-hmm. Like it never hurts to do. And that's ha- kind of how she got into a lot of these, uh, these people's lives. And of course they love her. And so anyways, that's what I'm going to do if I ever get an opportunity to meet her. She's also very much a, she supports female artists mm-hmm. and female just people like, and I like that because I think it's a, still a little harder. Like she, the, the, one of the, one of the artists that opened for her, Alison Russell. Yeah. Kind of said this thing at the end, cause I hadn't even heard of Alison Russell before. And she just basically said like huge thank you to Brandy Carlisle who, pulled me out of poverty during covid yeah by like recognizing my talent and having me record an album and now i'm here at red rocks like i think that's a dream for a lot of artists yeah and i think that's that kind of says a lot about her and and she does a lot of stuff for um like raising money for organizations and that sort of thing which a lot of people do but yeah um, she's very open with her stance on things and i just appreciate that yeah um she was also i don't see a lot of live music but she was very open she told a lot of stories and stuff which i thought was cool um because it for me specifically i've been a fan of hers for a couple years now only and to hear the backgrounds on on why she wrote a lot of her songs was really cool yeah i thought that was really special and it's like you can tell she's really stoked to be there especially i mean red rocks is a really special venue but she does talk a lot and it's like i've been to some one some really awesome concerts i've been to a lot of concerts but seen some really good artists and they are there to to play music and that's kind of it like they'll do they'll, there's like some banter but they're there to play and that's kind of their thing um she's there to play and also tell stories and i just think that that was awesome to experience i didn't know that that i didn't know she was like that in concert obviously because i haven't been to a concert but yeah um really cool lucius was one of her openers again awesome. i have not heard of them they are awesome so good i'm so hyped on them <laughs> yeah they're when so they good. came out so if you're not familiar um it's two it's it's a band with two female or two women yeah. two women singers um who look very similar and they came out wearing like kind of like matching hot pink <laughs> flowy 1970s fringy full-length dresses yeah like like long hair like blonde not like bleach blonde blonde with like very curt bangs yeah definitely like 70s very 70s and i was like these this is weird like this is getting weird kind of thing and not in a bad way but their voices were awesome and they the way they kind of danced together yeah and i just yeah it was like one song in and i'm like wow i gotta go back and buy a t-shirt of theirs yeah right (laughs) Yeah, they're super good. Um, so the concert was amazing. And then to top off the trip, we I don't want to get into it again, but WestJet needs to hire more people and better people because we've had two experiences now where they've had to like contract out to hire people from other airlines to do check-in and it's just not going well. 
and we got a lot of attitude. So the flight into Denver. I don't. We, we don't want to get into it all. Okay. Yeah. So. But we, basically, we were wronged. Yeah. And they, I had to check my carry-on bag. They forced me to. We were doing. It wasn't. We didn't even have to go do a check-in like at the front because we had checked in online. We weren't checking the bag. We were trying to be nice and verify our passports ahead of time so that they didn't have to do it at the gate. And basically, we got there and they held our passports hot hostage and made Alex check her bag. Otherwise, because if I checked at the gate, they said that I was going to delay the flight, which is BS because I always carry that bag on and it's fine. And then they were making up other excuses like, well, you're the last one to check in. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I have priority boarding. boarding. And and then they were like, well, it's because the flight's full. Like, isn't the flight always full? Yeah. When was the last time you were on a flight that wasn't full? Never. And then... Just to top everything off, we ended up with two middle seats. Because Alex <laughs> didn't pay attention when she was booking the seats. So that was a great end to the honeymoon. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. We had decent seat mates. And then we get back on Sunday, work on Monday. And then Tuesday, we, no, Monday night, we get in the car, drive up to Edmonton, which is three hours north of Calgary, and come home on Tuesday with our newest redhead bundle of joy (laughs) we got a puppy her name is rue she's laying here right now on the couch she's super asleep or she was alex just woke her up um she's awesome we decided to get a dog we've been like kicking around the idea for a while but honestly like we just traveled too much with crossfit and everything to make it like a reasonable thing to do um okay and um we saw we were at alex's trail race back in july and saw I saw this beautiful what I thought was a border collie, and so I was talking to the woman, and she was like, "Oh, it's a border collie Australian Shepherd mix, awesome dog." I knew we were gonna end up with a dog soon because instead of being like, "Oh, I want to go pet that dog," she'd say, "Oh, I just I need to go and ask that owner where they got that dog." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, we're done." <laughs> yep. Um, and so we ended up with Rue, uh, who came from a a breeder up in Edmonton or just outside Edmonton, who does border collie Australian Shepherd mixes. And we actually, one of my clients, her, she's really into like border collies and fly ball and dog sports. And one of her friends has one of Rue's siblings and she was like, oh, smartest dog. So smart. And so that was like, that was great validation. And they happen to have a, like a litter of puppies with puppies still available. So, um, we picked her out based on personality, but she's also a really good looking little thing. And so far she's been great during the day, but not so great at nighttime. Well, her first night was really good. I think she was tired. And then last night she decided she uh, was not interested in the crate. And so she kept us up. But I think we'll get used to it. She's so smart, though. Mm-hmm. Already. She's a good girl. But we're going to hopefully, I think the plan is for her to be a have a running companion and a, a mountain biking trail dog. So she loves us. And Ivy, Ivy has met two dogs. She met one of our friends. Bernice Golden Ma- Retriever. Bernice Golden Retriever mix, a girl. I don't know if gender matters, but she can't kind of came in. She's about a year old. And she come in guns came into our house guns a blazing. Was just like, Hi. And Ivy stood her ground, but she was on edge. She mm-hmm. was like, Who are you? And like calm down. <laughs> and just kind of kept watch. And also this dog kept eating Ivy's crinkle balls, <laughs> which I think kind of annoyed Ivy. Yeah. And then she met another dog. Uh, a whippet mm-hmm. recently and she kind of didn't like the whippet yeah and so i was very worried about bringing rue in 
but Rue is a really, she just, she kind of like gave Ivy her space, like basically said, Hey, I know I'm in your place. You're the boss. And Ivy has really taken to her. She really loves her. Ivy keeps wanting, cause Ivy knows Ivan, my parents cat and they play a lot. Like they play physically. They kind of like jump on each other and stuff. And Ivy keeps wanting Rue to pounce on her. She keeps like rolling over, like doing the thing that she does. When yeah. I, like right before and Ivan pounces. Rue's like, I don't know. I'm still kind of scared of you. Yeah. So Ivy wants to play. She just can't figure out how to play with a dog. Yeah. But, but they're coming around and it's really cute. Yeah. And that's, I think that's all. That's, that's all our, our update. update. Yeah. It's been a whirlwind summer. I don't think I'll forget this summer for as long as I live. Yeah. Best summer ever from like many different aspects of life. Yeah. Yep. It's been really awesome. So, um, thank you for obviously following along. We got tons of messages, um, about our wedding and that's all. Like we just really appreciate the support. It's like, I don't want to get into it, but it's, it is still kind of a scary thing to do. Um, so we appreciate that. And obviously following along with what we're doing with tactic and just staying involved and, um, you know, being patient while we get podcasts done when we can it definitely has not been to the frequency or on the frequency that we are used to, but, um, you know, hopefully things settle down in the fall. I feel like we say that every time <laughs> we do it, we sign off of a podcast. I'm not even going to say, it I anymore. do have hope for like October, November. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When the holiday challenge <laughs> starts up. <laughs> so, um, if you aren't on our email list, get on our email list because we are going to be doing kind of a different thing with the holiday challenge this year. Um, it, it changes every year, but, um, we're going to try to make it extra special this year. So you'll be the, the first in the know if you're on our email list, which you can get on, um, either from our website or in our like link in bio thing and in our Instagram at tactic nutrition. It's gonna be really fun. So, um, yeah, I guess we just really appreciate you. We're grateful for, all of the support and all the followers. And I guess that's, that's kind of the theme for the summer for me is just like extreme profound and deep gratitude and great gratefulness. That's what I'm feeling more than anything right now. So thank you all for being a part of it. Thank you, Alex, for marrying me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I was the one who asked like two years ago, almost two years ago. So, Alrighty. Well, thanks for hanging in there. This was a long one. We hope you enjoyed it. It was themeless, another meatless sandwich, but, uh, yeah, appreciate you. We'll, we'll do this again soon.